says the Gemara from the two dots, four lines in. These are ruffians that were in the, in the neighborhood of Rabbi Meir. These ruffians happened to be stukim. They didn't believe in Tershavapeh. And they used to bother Rabbi Meir quite a bit. And Remeir used to daven for Achmim on them, so they should die. So Bruria, his wife, said to him, How come you're davening that they should die? We just brought before earlier in the Samad Beis this Pasuk that what? That the sins, the sinners should cease. Miksiv chotim. The pasuk doesn't say chotim that the sinners should cease. Chataim ksiv. It says the sins should cease, but the sinners don't have to die. The old and all the and another ta- another claim against you, Rameyer. Shuffle the sefer to Look at the end of the pasuk. Rishaim odeinam, and there's no more rishaim. Meaning to say, if the sins stop, the sins stop. Then there's not a rasha here. There's a tzaddik. So it came in the Yasmu Chataim, since the Yatimika to tell you Chataim, since the sin stop, Rashaim Odinam, the Rashaim ceased to exist. Alabai Rachmi Alavayu, rather you should ask for Rachmim on them, Jalahadju Bachuva, that they should repent. Rashaim Odinam, and they shouldn't be sinners anymore. By Rachmi Alavay, they asked for Rachmim on them, Ahadju Bachuva, they asked they repented, they did Shuva. Now, you guys are already laughing, but it's interesting language here. Rameyu says, the Gemara says, Rameyu will ask for Rachmim Olavei. Yes, for Rachmim, that what? Ki heichi to the Musul. So the Tzach here, the Tzach, ask for Kash. It's number one, if you ask them, they die, it's not Rachmim. Number two, what's the Ki heichi? Just by Rachmim de Musul. What's Ki heichi to the Musul? That's the two questions the Tzach has. The Tzach wants to say as follows, that there's sometimes, the Derech Hashem talks about it already, that people, if they're a shayim, what happens is Hashem gives them all the schar and elam hazeh, so that they won't get any schar and elam haba, and then they'll just go straight to Gehenim and that's it. So here, their mayor, Davin, Rachamim, why? Because he saw that these people had mitzvahs, and they were losing up all the schuyas, they were turning into such a shayim that Hashem was going to give them the elam hazeh in this world. So what do they do? We ask for Rachamim on them, so they should still have elam haba, that what? That they should die. And that's the pshat that Sachon is saying this Gemara. Amalu ahod stuki lebruria. There was a stuki that said to Bruria, again, Bruria, Remeir's wife. Ksiv, it says in the Pasuk, Roni akora loyaloda. That she rejoiced. It's talking about Yushalayim in Akidish. That she rejoiced because she didn't have, because she was nakara, because she was infertile, and she didn't have any children. So yes, that's stuki, Mishum loyaloda. Roni, what, because she didn't have any children, that's why she was happy? Sa'am relay shachi, said to him, fool, shapala sefer the crow, because the end of the pasuk, the chsiv, like it says in the end of the pasuk, kirabim b'nei shamimim b'nei bu'ula. There were more people that were b'nei shamima, there were more people that were, um, they had, there were more people that were from the, t- the people from the desolate country, from Yerushalayim, b'nei bu'ula, from the place from, really me, from the place that destroyed it. So therefore, what is it saying? That even though there were the the English was destroyed. Yerushalayim was in Chorvon. There are still more Jews. So Amr Hashem, Amr Hashem. I'm sorry, that's in the pasuk. So what's it mean that she was a Karla Yelada if there was more Jews? Rani Knesset Israel, Knesset Israel is happy. Shadimele Isha Akara, 
because she is comparable to a lady who didn't have any children. She didn't have any children, she's going to Gehenim like you. Yeah. So that's why she was happy. Shviels, look, look to the end of the crowd. No, no, she's happy that she didn't have children who are going to Gehenim. And guys, you have to know, learn how to insult. Insult from a Pasuk. So, this Tzuki said to Rabbi Abahu, it says in the Pasuk, it says, a praise for David while he was running from Abshalom, his son. Now, where is this Pasuk located? Tilim Perig Gimel. And it was also written that David Mechtam Bebalchumim Neishol Bamara. Right? And it was a David, it's a praise from his running from Shoal in the cave. So now where is this Pasuk? Listen, Parakanon Zion. Right? 54 Prakim later. So I asked the Gemara, Hey, Maisa, have a Beresha. Which incident in David and Melech's life happened first? Mechdi, let's see. Maisa Shoal have a Beresha. So Maisa Shoal happened before the incident with Avshalom. So Lichtiv Beresha. So maybe he's asked Stuki. Then really, David Melech should have written the incident of Shoal earlier in Tehillim. It should have came before the incident with Avshalom. So Amr lay. So he responded to this Tzuki. What? Rabbi Avo responded to this Tzuki. Also, you guys, you Tzukim that don't expound the fact that Tzukim are juxtaposed and derive halachas from the fact that they're juxtaposed. So you will have a kasha in a chanami. But Onan, but us, the Yidin, the Darshinan Smuchin, we expound the Smuchin, the Kashalon, then it's not difficult, the question that you just asked, why? Damar of Yechanon, because of Yechanon said, now that we said that we derive Smuchin, that we darshan something, we expound the fact things are juxtaposed, we're going to say the source first that we expound things that are juxtaposed, and then we'll say what the drasha was. Damar of Yechanon, Smuchin minatarim minayin, how do we know that we derive the fact that things are juxtaposed, Pesukim are juxtaposed, that it teaches us halachas, like it says in the Pasuk, that Smuchim are forever and they were made in a way which is Emes V'yashar. So, meaning to say that what the, the Smuchim themselves are exp- expressing a certain Emes. So, so, what do we have? The, the Perak before and the Perak Beis was Lama Rikshugoyim. Lama Rikshugoyim is talking about Mechemes Gogamogog. Perak Gimel is the, the Parsha of Shalem. So why do come the two prakim are juxtaposed? Because if a person is going to say to you, it can't be there's going to be a mochamas gogamogog. A servant never goes ahead and rebels against his master. So then the whole nevuah of the mochamas gogamogog is not true. So then you can respond, then you can say back to him, oh, what, and you ever heard of a son that rebels against his father? It starts a whole rebellion against him. Elahava, but I can show you there was there was the Maisa of Shalom and David. So Hakanami Haba. So so too when it comes to Mechemes Gogog Mogog, that's giving veracity to the Nevuah that is going to happen as well. Now, continues the Gemara. Amir Rav Yechonon Mishum Rav Shimon Ben Yochai. Rav Yechonon said in the name of Rav Shimon Ben Yochai, May Dechsev Piha Poscha BeChochma Veseres Chesar Alashayna. We say in the Ishes Chayil that her mouth was open with wisdom. And the Torah of Chesed was on her tongue. Who did Shleim Melech say this Pasuk is responding to? So, it's only responding, it's, 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 it's 
referring to David Melech who lived in five worlds. Now, beforehand, it says here, it sounds like referring to a lady. So how could it say that we're talking about David Melech? So Mashallah says, Pshat is that we're referring not to David Melech, but the Ruach HaKiddush, which was found that David Melech had, and that you refer to Belash and Nekeva. Now, what was the David Melech that was lived in five Elamim? Shira, and he said Shira in each one of those five Elamim, five in those five worlds. He lived in his mother's womb. And he sang song. He said, My, my soul should bless Hashem. And all of my innards, Hashem could show, should bless his holy name. So the fact that it says it's innards is referring to when he was in the womb. He was born. He saw the stars, the constellations. And he said, Praise. Bless Hashem and his. Angels, the strength that the doers are the strength that listen to his word, that listen to his voice, blesses all of his legions. Legions are referring to the stars and the constellations. So that was the second time. Third time, he nursed from his mother, he looked at her chest, and he said, Praise. Why? My, my soul blesses Hashem, and I won't forget everything that he was goimel to me. Goimel is a lashon goimel, right? That a language of him stopping nursing, the fact that the yigamel, the goimel, is referring to the nursing. So all the benefit that he bestowed upon him. So my kogmulov, so what was the big mercy here that happened while he was nursing? So he said there's something unique about a woman. When it comes to a lady, a female, a human being, as opposed to other animals, that she made her chest in the place of Bina. It's a place of understanding, meaning to say that well, it's not usually other animals. The place where the animal nurses is next to the place of a woman's right. private area. Whereas when it comes to a, a, a human being, it's not true. It's closer to her head. It's closer to her heart. So Taimamai, what's the reason that Hashem made it, that when it came to a woman... Her chest is by her heart, as opposed to her private area. So that a person wouldn't have to look there. Her mother still has her own privacy, and at the same time, she can get the benefit from nursing from her. So they're not that she shouldn't look, but not that she should not, he should not come to nurse from that area also. So that was the third time. The fourth one is he saw the downfall of evil doers and he sang Shira Shinemar. As it says, There he said from the Pasuk that we just brought from Bruria, also on Tess, that and from that he praised Hashem. Number five, he looked at the day of death and he said song for the day of death. Shinemar, like it says in the Pasuk. Right, my soul blesses Hashem. Hashem, my God, you're so great. That you wore splendor and beauty. So my What's the implication that's referring to the Yem Hamisa? says We can learn from the end of the concept. like it says, And the continuation it says that you should. Hide your face and they'll be afraid. And that you collect their spirit and they'll lie dead. So it's talking about the day of death. 
Rav Shimi Bar Ukva, Ramadi Bar Ukva, Rav Shimi Bar Ukva, who some say he was Bar Ukva himself, have Ishkiyah Kamid Rav Shimi Ben Pazi. They were frequented to stand in front of Rav Shimi Ben Pazi. And he was used to say over Agadatas, used to make sure that he had Agadatas clear in front of Rav Shimi Ben Levi. So I'm really my dixiv Baruchinav Shisakem Hashem. What's it mean when David the Melech said, My soul should bless Hashem and all of my innards, His holy name. Come and see that the ways of Hashem are different and distinct from the ways of flesh and, blo- and, flesh and blood of human beings. When it comes to human beings, a person could draw an image upon a wall. And he's not able to place inside that image a, a, a ruach or a neshama, a spirit or a, or a soul, innards and intestines. But Kaddish Baruch Hu is different. He takes something which is pre-existent, right? He takes the dirt of the earth. And he created an image from it. And he put inside of it a spirit and a soul, innards and intestines. And that's what Chana said in a prayer in Kodesh Kadashem, There's no one holy like Hashem, and there's no one besides him, and there's no tsor kalukeno. What's that, what's that mean? There's no tsor like our God. So usually it's tsor is a rock. But what's it mean here that there's no tsor like our God? Inside of Kilikano, right? There's no artist. There's no artisan like our God. Meaning to say that his artisan, his craftsmanship was creating the human being in all of its detail. So my Kain Biltacha, so what's it mean? Very good, that's in Surah Kilikano. But what's Kain Biltacha? What's that mean? So Amr of Yehuda Bar Manasya. So Yehuda Bar Manasya said, Al Tikri Kain Biltacha, don't read, there's no one like you. Ela in Levaluscha. There's no one that could wear you out. Right? What's that mean? God's different than people. When it comes to people, that which a person creates lasts longer than him. A person makes a statue, right? Someone paints the Mona Lisa. So the, the, the statue that he made, the painting that he drew, the painted, lasts much longer than the artist himself. But when it comes to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, he can create something, and he outlasts that which he created. So, means that nothing can outlast you. He said, this is what I meant to say, regarding Baruch Hinafshi Hashem. What I really meant to ask was, who did David Melech mean to say these five Baruch Hinafshi is correspondent to? He really said these five Balchinavshis to be correspondent to the relationship between Hashem and the Neshama. Eh? Let's see, let's see. Not, I don't think he's. We'll see, maybe. The same way that Hashem fills the whole world. So too, the Neshama fills up the entirety of the body. The same way Hashem sees, but he's not seen. So too the neshama sees, but is not seen. Just the same way that Hashem provides sustenance for the entirety of the world, so too the neshama provides sustenance for the entirety of the body. The same way that Hashem is pure, 
so too a person's neshama is tohar. So the same way that Hashem sits in the innermost chambers is someone that you're not able to tap into in an external level. So too, the neshama sits inside the chadri chadorim. It's not something that you readily tap, be able to tap into when it comes to the person. So it's only fitting that the nefesh, the neshama, which has these five attributes, which Hashem has, it's the only thing that he comes, he should praise Hashem, who also has those five similarities, those five similar attributes. There's a lot to talk about here. There's a... The Chassidish Svarim, the more esoteric Svarim, all talk about this. I'm even. I'll give you some more Makhimis if you want. Amarav Hamnuna. Right? Says Rav Hamnuna. Who's like this wise person who knows how to explain this matter? Who's like Hashem who knows how to make a compromise between two righteous people? Now, what was the time that Akash Baruch made a compromise between two righteous people? Bain Chizkiyahu Yishayahu. Right? There was a dispute between Chizkiyahu Melech and Yishayahu Novi who should come to who in order to come to some kind of compromise, as we'll see momentarily. Chizkiyahu Amr Lesi Yishayahu Gabai. Really, it's only fitting that if we're going to discuss matters, Yishayahu should come to me, Chizkiyahu. Why? Because that's what we found regarding Eliyahu and Navi. That Eliyahu went to Echav. Echav was the king of Israel at the time, and Eliyahu always went to Achav. Cheskiah was the king of Eretz Israel. And Yishai was the prophet. So, the same way Eliyahu went to the king Achav, so Yishayahu should go to the king Cheskiahu. But Yishayahu Amr Lesi Cheskiahu Gabai. Yishayahu said, No, Cheskiahu should come to me. Why? Because Yehurim, the son of Achav, went to Elisha, right? The Elisha was the, the what? What's the word here? The pupil of, of Eliyahu, right? So Yehurim ben Achav went to Elisha. So how do we go and make a compromise here? What did Hashem do? He punished Chizkiyahu. He gave him terrible, terrible afflictions. And now he said to Yishayahu, Go do Bikor Chaylim. Right? What? You want, you want Chizkiyahu to come to you? He's afflicted. He can't. He can't move. Like it says in the Navi, that during those times, Chizkiyahu became very sick and he's going to die. And therefore Yishayahu came, the son of Amitz, the Navi, and this is what he said. This is what Hashem said to you. Go command your house to get things in order because you're not going to live, you're going to die. So now, what's it mean here, this redundancy, this double language? You're going to die and you won't live. Right? Obviously, if you're going to die, you're not going to live. So why does it have to say both? So says the Gemara, you, Chizkiyahu HaMelech, are going to die in this world. And you're not going to have Elam Habo. Amalei responded, Chizkiyahu HaMelech, my Kulehai, whoa, what happened here? I, Chizkiyahu HaMelech, was ready to bring Mashiach. Right? I did a lot of good things. What happened? So Amalei Mishumda Lasakta Bepriri Vivya. You stopped being involved in the mitzvah of Puri 
So Amalei, so we responded, I have an answer why I stopped doing that. I saw with my heavenly influence, my divine inspiration, I saw that I was going to have a kid that was going to do horrible things. It was going to be a, a, a king that came after me that was going to bring Klaiusel to do a Vedazar again. I don't want to have him. So I stopped being Isaac and Puravul. He said, How come you're getting involved in things which are hidden from you, which are covered from you? That which you're commanded to do, that's what you have to do. And that which Hashem wants to happen, He's going to do it. So you don't have to fix things for Hashem. Hashem's smart enough on His own. You have a mitzvah, do your mitzvah. What's going to happen is going to happen. So then He responded, I'm fine. So give me your daughter to marry. Yeah, if you're going to talk, so give me your daughter to marry. And maybe my schus and your schus together, when our schus combine, we'll have a child that'll be actually on the derech. Eh? Chizkiyahu said, give me Yishayahu, your daughter. Yishayahu, you should give me your daughter to marry. And now that I, Chizkiyahu Melech, We'll have a child with your daughter, Yishayahu, and therefore my schuyus, my chizkiyahu, my schuyus, and your Yishayahu's schuyus yeah. will combine, and through our combined schuyus, we'll have a child who will promulgate her mitzvahs. So I'm So Yishayahu responded, Ha ha ha, There's already the decree that you're going to have kids that uh, are not so good, so I don't want to get involved in that. Samalei Benamotz, he said, Yishayahu. Enough of this prophecy. And get out of here. I have a Kabbalah from David and Melech. That what the David and Melech saw, the Melech Amavas came with the Cherub Shlufa Biyodu Rashi says, and it was going to kill him. And what happened? There's a sharp sword on the throat of a person. Don't give up hope from Rachamim. The Rachamim still might come. So Itma Nami was said also, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi, the Amr Tavai both them said, I feel Cherub Chadam and Nochas as far as Shaladam, even a sharp sword is put on the throat, the neck of a person, Ayimna Atzmamina Rachamim, he shouldn't give up on mercy, Shneamar Hainik Tulani Luayachil, even if they're coming to kill me, I shouldn't hope. So that was, that was, uh, yeah. So now, Now that we started talking about yeah, asking for Rachamim, we're going now into a further discussion about this. Amr said as follows: Even if someone in a dream has a vision that tomorrow they're going to die, we shouldn't give up on Rachamim. Yeah? So now, what happened? He says to him, Apostle, that what? That even with all of these dreams and thoughts that happen to the person, so then at the end of the day, he has to fear God. If you're God, so whatever's going to be is the right thing. Stop with your cheshbenes. Your so immediately, upon hearing this, Cheskiel turned to the wall, Vispalal and Hashem. And he dove into Hashem. So what's it mean, Mike here? What's it mean he turned to the wall? So Amr Rishim Menokish, Rishim Menokish said, Kir, Mekir is Libai. 
He damned from the depths of his heart. Shenemar, like it says, from my depths of my intestines, I'll yearn from the depths of my heart. Revlibi Amar al Iske Hakir. Revlibi has a different shot. He's talking about Iske Kir. What does that mean? What are Iske Kir? Give me a second here. The Gemara explains Iske Kir are Amar the fun of Rebbeinu Shalaylam. He said to him, God, Mashunonish Shalay Osa al Kir Achas Ketana. When it comes to the Isha Shunamis, the Isha Shunamis made an Aliyah's Kir. We're going to talk about soon for Alisha Hanavi. That whenever he came, he had a place to sleep. So for that one kir, Hechias es you revived her son from the dead. We know that mm-hmm. the Parsha, what, Parsha's Vayera, the Aftara from Parsha's Vayera, the story of Malachim, that the Ishu Shunamis, her son, passed away, and Elisha Novi revived her from the dead. So Avi Abba, my great-grandfather, Shleim HaMelech, Shachofes HaChifel Kula Bekesev Azov, that he covered the walls of the Hechel, Totally, entirely, with silver and gold, on Achas Kama Vakama, all the more so that you should save me. And you should remember that which I walked in front of you. With, with truth and with a full heart. And I did that which was good in your eyes. So therefore, that should be a source for him to live. That's my Kiros Libi. So, what's it mean that I did the good that was in your eyes? I'm Rav Yehuda, I'm a Rav. Rav Yehuda said the name of Rav. Shesamach kulu letfilah. He was saying kulu letfilah. We said before that the person who says kulu letfilah is marichin a yomov. So he said, I did the tovei necha. I was saying kulu letfilah, and therefore he should give me more life. Rav Levi Amar Shagona Sefer Refuos. Rav Levi said, No, it's not what he did. He was actually going as a Sefer Refuos. They used to have a Sefer a Sefer Refuos that had all the medical cures to any kind of disease, and he hid it. Why is it a good thing he hid it? You would think he could save people. So Rashi says, that way they wouldn't rely on the book, they would rely on Hashem to save them. Tanur Rabbonin, it was Tanur Abraisa. She should devote him asa Chizkiyahu HaMelech. Chizkiyahu HaMelech did six different things. Al-Gimel HaHudulay, on three things the Chachamim were happy with. Val-Gimel HaHudulay, on three of them they weren't happy with. Al-Gimel HaHudulay, on three things they were happy with. Gona Sefer Refuas, he hid the book of healings, the book of medicines. V'Hudulay, and they agreed to it. Kites, Nachas, Anachoshes, he crumbled the Nachas, Anachoshes. We know that Mesha Abrinu made a Nachas, Anachoshes. That what? That? Healed. That healed them. That all this, <coughs> the Shrafim were coming and biting people. And he made a Nachas, Anachoshes. They looked at it, they lived. They didn't look at it, they would die. Fine. So they, what did he do? He destroyed it. And they, they agreed to it. Why? Because they were afraid they were going to come to do it. It is horrible. They dragged his bones of his father, who was a Russia, on the ground. He didn't respect it. And they agreed that was the right action, since his father was a Russia. But there were three things he did they didn't agree to. He, he, he was soysim. He blocked up the waters of the Gichin. The Gichin is, we have it here where you guys do Tashlech. Oh, you guys do Tashlech on Rosh Hashanah? Yeah. You go down. What's it called? Gichon. What do you guys call it? You call it the Gichon? You don't call it the Gichon. You call it something else. One second. The Shiloach. The Shiloach. You guys go to the Shiloach. So that was the Shiloach. He, they, they weren't happy. What did they want to do? Once the Chirov came to fight them, he wanted them to have clear water to drink. So he blocked it up. They, didn't, they, they wouldn't mask him to it. 
Kitzitz Dolsas Hechel, he cut off the doors of the Hechel, and the Mikdash Veshagal Melech Ashur, and he sent them to the king of Ashur so they wouldn't fight him, and they didn't agree. Over Nisan Benisan The third thing he did is, but he, he made an Uberior, he made an extra month in Nisan as opposed to an other, and they didn't agree. Ask the Gemara, how could it be that he made an extra month in Nisan and they didn't agree? That when it comes to Rish Chidesh, once it was Rish Chidesh Nisan, this is the beginning of the years. You can't go ahead and add an additional year once it's Nisan. It's Nisan. Veinach and Nisan. And there can't be any other month after Nisan. What was Kiskiyahu's problem? He made a mistake in the din of Shmuel. Shmuel said, You can't make an extra month of Adar on the 30th day of Adar. Because why? Because on the 30th day of Adar, even though you didn't make it Rishchidosh Nisan yet, since it could have been Rishchidosh Nisan, so then that potential to become, for that day, the 30th of Adar, to be Rishchidosh Nisan, that potential disallows you to make an Obriya, disallows you to add an extra month of Adar. And he made a mistake. He didn't know that. He didn't know that since it had the potential to become Nisan, that you're not allowed to make an additional month during that time period. So he did do it. So he did it, and they weren't happy with it. He did it. It was the 30th of Adar, correct. But you're not allowed to make the 30th of Adar, you're not allowed to add an extra Adar on the 30th of Adar, because the 30th of Adar could have really been the first of Nisan, in potential. Right? Right? Now, now that we talked about Chizkiyahu Melech, and he told Hashem in his prayers that he said when he was what? Mispalalakir? What did he do? He started talking about all the things that he did. He said, All these things that he talked about, the great things he did. Anyone who says that their successes was dependent on their own actions, we credit their successes to someone else. And anyone who who hangs their successes on someone else's actions, then to the we say that their successes actually came from themselves. Until then, we say they're dependent on, they're coming from the Tali. Right. Where do we see this? Moshe told the Biskus Achirim, Moshe said his success came from other people. Right? He says to Hashem, that you should remember Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, your servants, and Talulah B'schusatzmei, but Hashem gave credit to Mesha, Shanem, like it says, V'yirme hashmi deim lulei Mesha b'chirui, Ahmad v'peretz, the fun of the Hashib Hamasai. Right? That it says what? That it says he would have destroyed Kali Yisrael if it were not for Mesha, his chosen one that stood in the, in the hole, that what? That was able to retract his anger from Mehashchis, from destroying but when he came to Chizkiyahu al-Melech, he said in himself, like it said in the passage we just read, Remember that which ways I walked in front of you. I walked in front of you. So what happened? They credited other people for his merits. Like it says, That I guarded this city to save them for my Hashem, for my benefit, and for the benefit of David, my servant. It wasn't Chizkiyahu's credit. What was um, Peretz? Peretz is in the gaps, the holes. A Peretz is like someone uh, yeah. broke through. Behind it of Yeshua ben Levi. 
And this is like the statement of Yeshua Navi, the of Yeshua Navi, like Yeshua Navi said, "My dixiv, what's the pshat in the pasuk that says hinei leshalim marli mar?" Now, when it comes to shalim, it's marli mar. It's bitter for me that afilu b'shash hashigel v'kadosh baruchu shalim. That even when Hashem sent him peace, mar it was still bitter. Why? Because he didn't get the credit for it. Yeah. Now, now that we brought up before the iskei kier that the isha shenomis built an alias kier for Elisha Hanavi to stay in. So now we're going to discuss the Isha Shunamis and this Aliyah, this house that she made for Elisha Hanavi. Yeah? That's the flow. So it says, the Isha Shunamis, the lady whose son died that Elisha revived him back to death. That was Elisha. It was Elisha. Elia also revived a person. Elia revived one person. Elisha revived two people. Yeah? It says, let us make a small alias kir, a small room. We'll see soon why it's called an alias kir. Let's make a small new room for the Navi. So Rav Shmuel, it's Machlikas Rav Shmuel, what was this alias kir? Chad Amar Priya Haisa. Some say that there was a room without a roof, a second floor without a roof. Haisa. Vekirua, and they gave it a roof. Vechad Amar Achsadra Gedil Haisa. Some say it was a large open room. And they cut it into two, right? They put up a wall and they put, made it into two, they gave part of it to Elisha as a room. So Bishlam and Amanda Amars, I understand according to the opinion Achsadra that it was one large room and they just put up a wall. That's why they referred to the room as Nalias Kier. Because since the way they made the room was putting up a wall, they referred to it as a wall. But if they say it was a second floor that they put a roof on, so my Kier. What's the, why is the, why is the Pasuk referred to it as a kir? So says the Gemara, Shekirua. Shekirua is a Lashon. Tikra, that they gave it a roof. They gave it a roof. That's why it was a language of kir. So Bishlam and Amanda Amar, I understand according to the opinion that says Aliyah, that said it was an Aliyah, Aliyas. That's why it says Aliyah's kir in the Pasuk to tell you that it was a second story. Amanda Amar Saja, but if it was a one big large room, my Aliyah, why did they refer to it as a second story, as an Aliyah, something elevated? And so the Gemara, it doesn't mean Aliyah like it was a second story. I mean the Aliyah language of Ma'ula, that it was the best, it was excellent, Shebebatim. It was done very nicely, it was made very nice. So now, we, once we just started discussing what the room looked like, let's start talking about the contents. So in the contents, the Navi said, the Pasuk says, We'll place there for him a mita, a bed, a shulchan, and a table, the kisei, and a chair, a menorah, and a light. Amir Abaye, Abaye said, V'yitimim of Yitzchuk. And Rav Yitzchuk, in the name of some people say Rav Yitzchuk said it, Haris Lehenus, if a person wants to receive benefit, he wants to get pride, uh, some kind of payment from other people in order to obey his Abedis Hashem, Yehenneke Elisha, then he can get benefit from his Abedis Hashem the same way Elisha did. V'she'in Rav Yitzchuk but if a person doesn't want to take any kind of monetary benefit from his Abedis Hashem, so all Yehenneke Shmuel, then you don't have to take any money the same way Shmuel didn't take any money. Shmuel HaRasi. How do we know Shmuel HaRasi didn't take anything? Shnemar v'tshuvosa haramosa kishan beiso. And he returned to, to, to Ramosa. He returned to Hama. Why? Because that was his house. V'amir Rav Yechonon. Rav Yechonon said regarding that pasuk. Shekol malach makam shahalach. That wherever he walked, shan beiso ima. There his house would be with him. So he see that he didn't have a house. Wherever he went, that was his house. So we see that it's not... A guy to take it, it's not a guy not to take it. As long as you're doing it, the shame is Shemayim. But is it a reminder to return to Ramah to his home? It sounds like he had a, a set home in Ramah. His set home was wherever he was, wherever he was, that was his home. Why, why, why are we in the first place? I mean, 
Because that's where he was headed. He was headed to Shmuel Haramasi. He was going there. He was going to Hamal. Well, we would know that he would be traveling with his house only from the second class. So that would prove the point without the first one. We don't. That's why he brought Rabbi Yechonon. Was Ashtamas the Rabbi Yechonon? Yeah. We wouldn't have known if that Rabbi Yechonon. You're correct. Now that we said we're discussing the Psukim of the Isha Shunamis with her husband regarding Elisha Navi, the Tamer El Isha, she said to her husband, now I know that he's a godly person and he's holy. How did she know? I'm Rabbi Yisib of Chanina. Rabbi Yisib said in the name of the Rabbi Yisib, the son of Chanina said, From here we could derive that a wife, the woman, recognizes the guests better than her husband does. Yes, that's true. Why? How did she know that he was Kaddish? So Rabbi Shmuel, it's a machlekes Rabbi Shmuel. One says that she never saw a fly going over his table. There was no bugs that went near him. And one said, She put a flax, a flax, what's the word, sheet, on his bed. And she, she never saw any kind of seminal emission on it. And therefore, Kodoshu, he must be that he was Kodosh. I'm Rebusibibchanino. Correct. Rashi says, in Parshas Kodoshim, Kodeshu, right? Kodeshim Tiyuki Kodesh Oni. Rashi says, Prushim in Arayas. They are separate from Arayas. So we see that anyone who separates himself from Arayas, that's the definition of Kodesh. It's a pasuk according to Rashi. So now. Is it in So it's all within one category. That when it comes to areas, that's areas of Kedusha, right? Areas of any kind of promulgation, of, of, of intimacy. He's, he's set aside, he's holy. It's Kodesh Lashem. How long is he there for? It was different times. He came all the time. We'll see you soon. It was over love Talmud. He came all the time. No. But his servant wasn't Kaddish. How do we know? Now, what's it mean, the Hadafa? Rashi explains that he grabbed her chest, he touched her chest. And therefore, Gechazi obviously wasn't uh, the starkest yeshiva bacher, right? He wasn't Shana Ben Araita. Over Alinu Tomid. Now it says that Elisha was Over Alinu Tomid. I don't know why it says it. He was over a lane of Tamid. Yeah? He came all the time. I'm Rabbi Yisib Rebchanina. Rabbi Yisib Rebchanina said, Meshum Rabbi Eliezer, Ben Yankiv, the name of Rabbi Yisib Rebchanakiv, Kolom Arech Tamid Chacham B'Seich B'Iso, anyone who has a guest, a Tamid Chacham in his house, who has a guest, who hosts a Tamid Chacham in his house, a Mahanim in a Chasev, and gives him benefit, who feeds him and takes care of him from his own property, Mala Alav HaKasev, the Torah considers it, Ki'ilu Makriv Tamidin. This is if he offered a Korban Tamid. Now, that we're talking about statements from Rav Yosef ben Chanina. So now we have a new one. Mishum Rav Yankiv. Al Yamod Odem Yispalo. A person shouldn't stand in an elevated place in Daven. El Bemakam Namoch. He should Daven in a low place. How do we know? Shanemani Mamakim Karasich Hashem. From the depths I called out to you, God. So you have to Daven from the depths. Right? 
The halachas in this are a little complicated. I would talk about it, but I'm short on time, so we'll see if I have time for it. Tani Nami Hachi was also taught in a brayse. The yomad odom al gabi kisev al gabi sharp shaf. A person should stand on top of a chair, on top of a bench, a footstool, v'le b'makom gveya, or an elevated place v'yispalel. And daven, el b'makom nomuch v'yispalel. Apparently, should daven in a low place in daven. The fish and ink vovus lifnei makom, because there's no holiness in front of Hashem. Shenemar, like it says, b'makom karasich Hashem. From the depths, I called out to you, God. Receive tefilah la'oni kiyatev. It says the poor person of of the oni, the person who's low. That's what's going to be elevated. Another statement of Yosef and Chanina in the name of Rilaz ben Yankiv. A person of diamonds has to put his feet together. Like it says, that their feet have a straight foot, right? That they should realize that the Rishonim speak out here, that they should be like a Malach, that you should put your feet together like a Malach. Again, another statement from them. You shouldn't eat on blood. What's that mean? You shouldn't eat on blood. You shouldn't eat. You shouldn't eat until you daven on your blood. So obviously, Shabbos morning, you shouldn't eat vogelach before you daven. Pashat. It's an iser. It's the gemara of No heter. No heter. The only heter is if you're going to be sick. If you're not going to be sick, so you can't eat before davening. To gemara. Again, another statement of Yisib in the name of Rabbi Yankiv. That person who eats and drinks, and afterwards he davens, the Torah says about him, You threw me out behind your back. What's it mean behind your back? Not behind your back, rather against your pride. After this guy was so arrogant and he started eating before he davened he had a bunch of lugalach and coffee and chocolate milk right, pounding before davening then you can go ahead and accept the yoke of heaven I've had a nut I'm not talking about specific people everyone with the woman hug him it's so questioning hard they can't do that Rabbi Yeshua said, you can say Kriyashma in the morning until Gimashals, right? We know that the, the other people disagreed until Vasikin, comments of Vasikin. Rabbi Yeshua said, until Gimashals. Amirim are Shmuel. Rabbi Yehuda said, in the name of Shmuel, Allah, Rabbi Yeshua, and Allah said, Rabbi Yeshua, you have Gimashals to say Kriyashma. There's a big discussion in the Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch, it seems that even though all the Rishonim seem to say it's a Lechachil to say Kriyashma by the Nitzachama, right before Nitzachama, it seems like the Shulchan Aruch held it was like a chile to say to give mashals. So it seems like from the language of the Shulchan Aruch. It's a chiddush where he's coming from, but it's what it seems like. Hakurim ikan mehilich lehipsit. If a person reads afterwards, he doesn't lose. I'm Rav Chista. I'm Rav Ukva. Rav Chista in the name of Mar Ukva. Bilvach leyim eviyitzel or. As long as you say birchos kriyshma, you can't say birchos kriyshma. That you can't say. Meisve a challenge. Hakurim ikan mehilich lehipsit. Kadam shukur b'tayrah. Right, that a person what who reads after three shows doesn't lose. He's just why because it's like he's reading the Torah. But he still makes two brachas before and one afterwards. The explicit like him. We can uproot it. But some people say no. responded. What mean? What's it mean? He didn't lose the brachas of Krishna. Tani nami hachi was not like this in the brayso. Kodim mikan ve'elech lehivsid. Kodim shikorib b'torah. 
that a person who reads after Shalosh Shalos doesn't lose like a person who reads in the Torah is learning. But he makes two brachas beforehand and one afterwards. Amirav Mani. One second. Amirav Mani. Mani said, a person who reads Krishna at its proper time is bigger than a person who learns Torah. How do we know? Like he was taught, a person who reads afterwards doesn't lose like a person who learns Torah. We can derive from here, though, that if you're, learning, if you're, if you're reading Krishna beforehand, right, in its proper time, that's bigger than learning Torah. You didn't lose out because at least you're learning still. What do you mean? But if I would send it my proper time, it's even bigger than learning. That's the end of the Mishnah. Masnisen. The Mishnah says as follows. Beishamai says, At the night, every person should lean and say, And the morning you should stand up. Why? It says when you lie down and you get up. So you have to lie down and you have to get up. Beishamai says differently. Each person should read however they want to. Why? How do we know? They should go on the. What they should say while they're walking on the path. So if you want to stand, stand. If you want to sit, sit. In Cain, if that's true, how come the Torah says when you lie down when you get up? So it's not referring to the action. Rather, it's referring to the time period when people lie down. The time period when people get up. Rabbi Tarfun responded, "I was going in the path." And I leaned in order to read Krishma like And I became, I endangered my life from robbers during the process. So Amrulullah said back to him, It was worthwhile, you should have been killed. Because you transgressed every base hillel. It's a big discussion here. We know that leaning during Krishma is not considered. The Gimel Chamurus, Sahakim Yechayv Misa. So Mr. Shisham talks about this already in Perak Chof, in Chasidus. He said that for every act of Chasidus, there has to be a Mishkal Chasidus, right? So how come all the time people are machmir, right? We're machmir for certain things. The Shulchan Aruch says one thing, but we're machmir to do something a little better, right? All the time it happens. Let me be machmir Beishamai. So the Mr. Shisham says, Pshat is that it used to be that there was a big dispute between Mr. Beishamai, who's the halacha like, and therefore, for Rabbi Tarfan, the act of Beishamai is shaking the fundamentals of Yiddishkeit because the fact that Beis Hillel was the halacha was a recently established din. He needed a baskel to come from Shemayim. It could have ripped the Jewish people apart. So Rabbi Tarfan, to act by Beishamai is not worth it. If that's true, you have to wonder nowadays what the pshat is. Nowadays, obviously, there's no uh, Beis Hillel, Beis Shammai. We know the halacha is Beis Hillel. So maybe we could lean. Obviously, it's not true. It needs a different pshat. Amir Tashem. We're going to learn this with Ian.